I've definitely dated my fair share of douchebags in my time. <laughs> I just get tingly feeling my balls. Ugh, I'm spiraling. Oh my god, tell us everything. Flame emojis, left, right, and centre. Matt loves a bit of goth. And I need affection back. I'm really needy with that. I know I'm jealous. I'm the most jealous person ever. A relationship's like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. HighCity.com for you. I'll be bloody single and alone with 10 cats for the rest of my life. Lie, lie, lie. Hey guys, it's Anna. And Matt. And welcome to our Love Island Season 3 Recaps. Where we'll be unpacking all the villa action and keeping you up to date on all the drama. Things are about to get very juicy in here. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Okay, Matt, episode three. I know. I'm starting to really get into it now, Anna. Yeah. So let's go over the recap then. Okay, so in this episode, we have Ari, who gets left single and alone when Lexi steals her man, Ryan. Mm. We have Tina, who gets the ick about Ronnie. Aaron and Jess start to vibe one another. Then we have the boys come in, the two bombs. We have Mitch and Chris. Two big bombs. Big bombs, and they go on dates with Ari and Courtney. And the boys really make a splash in this episode. They turn pretty much all of the girls' heads. <laughs> all of them start looking, yeah. <laughs> the girls are like on heat in there. They, are. they obviously weren't happy with the starting lineup boys that they got. And these two new boys have come in, and we finished the episode with a naughty. Love Island game, a quintessential Love Island game (laughs) (laughs) that really gets very juicy. So let's jump into this episode. All right. So we'll start off with Ari was left single after Lexi coupled with Ryan and Ari did look pretty upset about that, didn't she? Yeah. My heart broke for her. We know what it's like when you're in there and you are really liking someone. Things move very quickly in there. So she's obviously put all of her eggs into Ryan's basket (laughs) and he's kind of swerved her. Like, when he got picked by Lexi, he didn't even come up to Ari to kind of... Well, are we surprised? Let's be honest. The bloke is clearly a fuckboy. <laughs> He's basically tattooed fuckboy on his head. And we can't be surprised. We can't be surprised about these actions. But look, him and Lexi look pretty cute. They had a, a nice night in the bed, didn't they? Something. Yeah, I have a feeling that they're going to be a strong couple moving forward. I'm not a fan of them. I haven't really vibed with them. I don't love either of their personalities at Mm. the moment. It's still early days. Lexi's all right. I don't mind her. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of amazing girl personalities in there. I haven't connected with Lexi, still open to it, but my heart goes out to Ari. And the thing that really upset me is that Ari basically said in the beach hut that she thought Ryan had been respectful in bed because he had only grabbed Lexi's boob or bum and didn't kiss Lexi. So Ari's still very much clinging on to that. I think that ship has sailed Ari. Ari needs to stop giving guys, well, everyone needs to stop giving guys a pat on the back for doing the bare minimum. We need to stop giving these guys the power. (laughs) But moving on, we then had the boys come in. We had Mitch and Chris, and Ari and Courtney were chosen for a date 
And we see Ari twerk it out. She was like, <laughs> fuck yes. She was a bit excited about going on that day. I, I loved that moment. But yeah, we've spoken about this. Ari was laying it on the thick. She was thirsty on that day. <laughs> I was like, wow, she is really, yeah, she's going balls to the wall with him. Well, I mean, it's Love Island. You have to put yourself out there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she obviously is looking to find love from what it seems. And we're about it. We want Ari to find love. And then we had Courtney and Chris. They had a date. They were very cute. I thought they were very cute. He was quite charming as well. I liked his personality. I could, I vibed with him. Good first impression yeah. by Chris. Good first impression by Mitch. I think they yeah. both seem super charismatic. It was very smart to put them in when they have, I reckon. They're, yeah. they're, they're the right people for the job. Yeah, they definitely are. And, <laughs> and they did their job. They turned everyone's heads. The girls were loving them. They even got them into the hot tub straight so let's, away. <laughs> let's talk about this this hot tub. So I thought it was going to be like a real like beautiful jacuzzi, bubbles everywhere, <laughs> like a nice lighting. You know, like our Love Island, what we've come to love over the years. Yeah. And then they show the hot tub and it was fucking grim. <laughs> I was like, it was like a puddle of water. <laughs> Didn't someone say this is cold as well? I was like, oh my God. It didn't look like the most luxurious hot tub I've ever seen. I think the idea was that it's just not been executed that well. Well, they did only ask the two boys to come and I thought that was quite funny as well. That gave me a giggle by the girls. Yeah. Real power move. Yeah, I think the girls were definitely swerving the OG boys and they were very focused on getting to know those new guys. We've spoken about the girls' reaction for the new guys coming in, but what about the guys' reactions? So you can tell now that some of them are starting to sweat. Yeah. Obviously because there's a new threat in the villa now. And we know what it's like. It goes from power play to power play. One minute you think that you're in control – but you never can get too comfortable in there, right? Never get comfortable in the Love Island villa. That's that's my piece of advice for anyone that's going to go in there. <laughs> Don't get comfortable. Don't get comfortable. Well, the guy that stood out to me the most was Ryan. Yeah. So he was trying to just put the alpha moves on him, I felt. Right? Nothing really that he said, but you could tell by like his body language and all that. And I was like, mate give it up. Well, Ryan's used to being the alpha male in there. He didn't have a lot of competition for that role. Yeah, yeah. And now these two guys have come in. The girls are way more interested <laughs> in Chris and Mitch than him. And I think he's feeling a little bit threatened, especially in that game at the end of the episode. Let's talk about that. Okay. So spill the tea game, which I think looked really cool. The way they'd set up the cup, had the tea bags and he pulled out. I was like, fuck, where's the budget for us with that? <laughs> like, it looks awesome. Yeah, like a little bit of thought went into this. I was like, that's cool. But that game, they did heaps in that. There was heaps of uh, little... I I felt like I was watching a frat party go on. Like there was (laughs) three-way kisses, there was dirty talking. It got a bit naughty. Let's talk about that three-way kiss. Was that the most painful kiss you've ever seen on national television? (laughs) (laughs) Have you had a three-way kiss before? No. Have you? I've had multiple three-way kisses, <laughs> and look, I that's will not. A seasoned veteran. <laughs> I will not be doing another one in public because if that's what it looks like, I don't want anyone watching. Yeah, it was a bit weird. <laughs> like this year, like I really want to see people fall in love, and like it just feels more like a bit of a frat party or a high school party. It feels like schoolies has come early to Byron at this rate. It really does. You're not wrong. It's feeling a bit young. I'm really hoping that the new bombs are going to give a bit of maturity and age to that villa because it's 
fucking needs it at this point. It does. Mitch did say that he's had every Love Island experience in one night. So yeah, good on him. Not much to do now. Pack up and go home. I mean, I mean, the main thing that he has to do is go find love, find a girlfriend. (laughs) He's done all the single boy things. He's got them out of the way. Hopefully, Mitch can head towards meeting someone that he connects with because that's what we want to see as a viewer. We want to see people fall in love. It's all fun and games to see people laughing, joking, having fun. But at the end of the day, like, let's build some strong connections in here. And I think we nearly are starting to see one with Rachel and Chris. Rachel and Chris. Let's talk about this. So they have the Harry Potter thing in common, which was so cute seeing them bond over that. (laughs) I was loving that. And then also in the game... He said that she was the hottest, which I thought was pretty cute. And also he made her feel comfortable when she was told to kiss herself and he put the invisibility cloak on. Remember that part? Yeah, I do remember that. Yes. So yes. cute. Like, yeah, it's good. Good on him. That's cute. We are really backing them as one of the strong couples in the villa. Now let's quickly touch on the other couples we had Aaron and Jess who kind of made a bit of a connection in this episode we see Jess plucking Aaron's eyebrows which apparently is a very big deal for Aaron he doesn't want his eyebrows fucked up (laughs) (laughs) oh that was cringe that was painful (laughs) he's very pedantic about the eyebrows which is fine so they seem to be getting along really well they look cute together yeah, they've both got the dark brows, yeah. the blonde hair. They'd make some cute babies. <laughs> They'd make some cute babies. And I think that was it for the couple. So yeah. we have a couple of strong ones, a couple of possible connections. But I think it's time to jump into episode four, Matt. I'm excited to see what happens in episode four. Okay, Matt, episode four. Mm-hmm. This is my favourite episode to date. There was so so much There's a bit going on going on in this episode. There's heaps to unpack, so give us a quick recap. All right, so Chris and Rachel bond over a Lego collection and Harry Potter. Yes. There's also no spark between Aaron and Jess. Mm-hmm. There was a challenge. And Taku takes Jess on a nice surprise date. I know. How which, cute. I know, which leads to Aaron and Taku blowing up. So that was something in itself, wasn't it? Okay, yeah. So let's start with Aaron being a bit salty. So... Jess starts the episode saying there's no sparks there. You know, she's giving it a crack. How painful was that conversation? Honestly, like, <laughs> I, I think if someone comes to you and says there's no spark, like, just, yeah. just take it on the chin. Like, it's not nice to hear. We get it. No one wants to hear Bruce it. Bruce's ego. It's so. bruised his ego massively. Yeah. And you know what? Your ego does get extra bruised when you know that everyone's watching. But yeah. it looks worse when you sook about it. And yeah. he has sooked about this from the start of the episode to the end of the episode. He needs to get over it. He does. He needs to move on. It. Yeah. But that challenge, though. Yeah, where Jess and Taku had their first kiss. And that was hot and steamy, right? Yeah, it was. There was it a bit was, on it. There was a lot of chemistry. Jess even said in the beach hut, there's a lot of chemistry for me there. So this is all good signs. And She's I'm, found that spark. Yeah, we said we wanted Taku to find someone. We thought it might be Ari. I've totally changed my perspective on that. I want it to be Jess and Taku till the end. Like I'm team Jess and Taku. What a cute couple, right? Yeah, very cute. Imagine the babies. 
<laughs> Beautiful. We said that Aaron and Jess might have cute babies, but now Taku and Jess are going to have cuter babies. Cuter babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going cuter. <laughs> We're moving cuter. cuter. Other notable things that happened in that challenge was that Courtney said Chris was a good kisser. So I guess he's kind of on the A plus for kissing and... I need to get some tips. <laughs> Matt needs to get some tips from him. No, I'm a great kisser. <laughs> But let's move on to the moment when Aaron is having a bit of a moan on the bed with Ari about <sighs> Jess. So he's still not letting this go. Anna, let me tell you, that was painful. That was yeah. uh, Ari inviting Jess over for a chat with Aaron. <laughs> I actually couldn't believe my eyes. I like, I like my jaw hit the ground. I was like, man, he's a fully grown bloke. Let him do his own stuff. Like you don't need to get involved, Ari. Well, I mean, he's obviously venting and then we have Jess walk into the room and Ari kind of probably feels a bit uncomfortable because they're talking about Jess, so that's why she's called Jess over. But that conversation, that three-way conversation was just unnecessary. It was uncomfortable. Like she's told you she's not vibing you. Like, start grafting with other girls. Oh, like, no, let's yeah. not – you're not going to change your mind. It's Love Island. You don't have time to lick your wounds. You've got to get out there and find someone else. Yeah. But anyway, moving on, the Rachel and Chris moment, Matt. This melted my heart. It was very cute. They were talking about Harry Potter. <laughs> He's going to watch Star Wars with her. And yes. then they had a really – Really cute kiss. My favourite kiss of the season so Massive far. Massive call. Even cuter than Jess and Taku's. I think so. Like, it was just a really nice moment. There was nothing cringy or awkward about it. It felt really nice to watch. It made my heart, like, flutter a little bit. And then the kiss looked really nice as well. So, Well, I thought Rachel was a really intense kisser from her last couple of kisses during challenges, but... In this one, she looked, yeah, it looked like a good, decent kiss. Well, we've heard that Chris is a good kisser. Obviously, their chemistry just works together. And, I mean, it looked nice. It I was like, we need more of this. And I think they are definitely a front runner. One of my favourite quotes of the season is after they kissed and Chris said, 10 points to Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nerdy and so cliche, but just so cute. Like I, I was just like, I'm, I'm all about this. Then we had the Taku and Jess date. Okay, so Taku surprises Jess with a date. He makes a fruit platter. He actually employs all the guys. <laughs> to help him out with it. To help him out. He cuts all the fruit and chocolate. It was quite innovative and cute for what he had to work with. Very cute. <laughs> the chocolate in the measuring cup. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jess looked stunning. Taku was looking fresh. And there seemed to be a lot of chemistry. And it was everything we could have asked for and a little bit more. But that leads us to salty old Slim Shady Aaron. The real Slim Shady, please stand down. <laughs> yes, yes, well said. <laughs> Look, the comment he said about passing the thing off, like, grow up, mate. What did he say? He wanted to slap the That's right. Slap the board away. And I was like, grow up. Like, fuck me, man. Move yeah. on. Like, it's time to let it go. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then he, yeah, so then the boys obviously tell Taku what was said. Yeah. Taku then approaches Aaron, or Azar as he called him, for a chat. 
And what happened next? It just all... It got very heated very quickly. And I think when watching that fight, I feel like Aaron treated Taku with a lot of disrespect. He was getting very heated and triggered. He just was a normal 24-year-old, I feel, guy. That's just really immature the way he handled that, I feel. Yeah. I wanted so much more from him. I feel like in episode three, I saw this really mature side of him come out, things were going well with Jess. And the moment things stopped going his way, we just saw him throw his toys out of the pram. And it wasn't a good dummy. Yeah, it wasn't a good look for him. No. Taku's obviously a fan favorite. He got voted the most loved Islander and you know what? We agree. He is our most loved here at Where's Your Head At? And we don't want to see Taku treated with disrespect. And that's exactly what happened. Exactly what happened from as a boy. Let's finally talk about the moment where Taku broke down in the beach hut when he did get voted the most loved Islander, so the favourite Islander. When he was in the wardrobe and he was crying and he started tearing up, fuck, I just wanted to give the bloke a hug. Yeah, <laughs> I just honestly was like, oh, my God. That was a very powerful moment. Such a powerful moment for Love Island, and I love seeing those moments. Yeah, you yeah. know, he hasn't felt accepted and hasn't felt comfortable within himself. He's always felt like he wasn't enough and he's had to change himself to please other people. And he talked about how he finally felt like he was accepted and it was in Love Island of all places. And I hope he just keeps being himself because, fuck, love him for him, I reckon. Absolutely. Love him for him. He's an amazing guy and we are all behind him here. Episode three and four, so much to unpack, Mm -hmm. so much drama. This season is shaping up to be a really great season. We can't wait for the next few episodes. We want to hear your thoughts, what you're thinking at home. Who's your favorite? So head to Where's Your Head At Pod on Instagram and we want to hear all your thoughts. All right, that's it for us, guys. We'll see you on the next episode where we unpack episode five and six. I see that the monk is returning, so we'll see what happens there. I'm excited. Yeah, it's always bad news when the monk rocks up. That's right. (laughs) Okay, guys, bye. Bye.